So, Lou, you've established since we've been on here that this is going to be our worst episode yet. Why is that the case? I mean, we kind of went through it last time. We're in the dog days of summer, Mm -hmm. um, episode 15. I don't know. There's just really nothing going on. Yeah, so we're just just chit-chatting about nothing at the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a thought just now. So I have... I have this here. What is that, Mel? Eminem fu- fun size. Right. It's what, the rapper just. So yeah. What's so fun about it? Why is it fun size? No, I'm looking at that. And granted, I'm colorblind, but that is—is is that a black and white package? Um, no, it's red and green. Christmas colors. Show that again. You want to see that? I think you're wrong. That looks. Not well, very I mean, you colorful. You just to me. said that you're colorblind, so that would make sense if if it looks black and white to you. You know what yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing a little bit now. Once you put it real close, I think that's your besides, red jacket was just blending in. That's besides the point. What's so fun about it? Why, why, why are they going to say that it's fun? Size? Nothing fun but you got to convince the people of what you believe. So they just say fun size because they aren't going to say now, I have less quantity that, size. Too with your color blindness what colors are you unable to see um so like that's a very difficult question or what because co- what colors get distorted so blue and purple i've learned are the same color um yeah. well they're not light but, green but t- the way you interpret the colors you interpret them the same they're not actually the same color oh, well thank you for clearing that up with me because i i thought they were the same color for everyone Okay. Continue. Oh, yeah, blue and purple. Uh, a very dark red and black. Purple, like dark purple and red. Green and yellow. Uh, white and a light pink. Man, those so, are the ones I've noticed mainly. So like, so like badger colors. Do you know that it's red? Or do you well, see yeah, purple you, sometimes? You, you learn things, Lou. Like. If I see the one of the stupidest questions that I ever get asked is when somebody's wearing like Wisconsin Badgers sweatshirt and they're like, "What color is my sweatshirt?" Well, it's it's red because I know that the Badgers are red. Uh, what if everyone's just played this trick on you your whole life and the Badgers colors are actually purple and white? Then uh, I guess I would be wrong in that scenario. That would but be some kind of sick joke. That'd be like relearning math essentially. Where it's like, oh, two plus two doesn't actually equal four. It equals orange. I like that you bring that up. Speaking of that, I think we should create a new math. How so? I don't know. I I really don't know. But like Like change the base 10 10 thing or no, just just completely redo it. Creating like creating a new language. Because like math is essentially a language. Let's create a new language with numbers. So just give them different names. I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. I'm sure there's a way. Why does, like, why does two figure out two? Well, it's dose in different languages, like Spanish. Well, I understand that, but but the quantity. Make it. Uh, no, I feel I feel like that can't really be changed because two is a physical thing. In another dimension, it may not be. Right, you got quantum mechanics and and quantum physics that is questioning mathematics as a whole, essentially. It's like, is are things finite? 
Or can they be a couple things at once? I mean, I guess that sounds like an early chopping block for us. Big math. Big math is on the chopping block. Early chopping block. Welcome to our worst episode yet. Welcome to episode 15 of Big Dog Radio. I'm Melv, and I'm joined here with Lou, and we have just a typical day on the agenda. We'll start with our spotlight segment, move into our listener questions, go into our hot corner and chopping block, and wrap it up with the Big Dog's final thoughts. Lou, before we hop into our spotlight segment, do you have any opening thoughts? Um, a couple. Well, one, uh, we talked about this a week or two ago in, in a private conversation, but you were, uh, you were chatting with someone that may or may not have been a woman that was a woman. And y- you were discussing your difficulties about having to tell her that you were about to go record a podcast. There's really no oh. easy way to do that. And, and I, yeah. I was thinking that it really is a tough sell. You know, to yeah. to sell to a potential, um, I don't know, love prospect because yeah, like they're thinking one day I'm gonna have to bring this kid home to my parents, and the parents are gonna ask like, oh, is is he an engineer? Is he is he a doctor? Is he, I don't know, a banker, a salesman? Nope, he's a podcaster. Well, luckily for me, I do have engineer on the agenda as well that's true yeah so uh, i can i can lead with that however it was uh, and when you said you weren't sure if you weren't going to specify male female i was trying to think of the last time i talked with somebody that was on the border of the two but um i wasn't suggesting no yes uh i was trying to and that was actually the day of our manhunt we should shout that out too we um recorded our manhunt the video's out it's released live on on youtube yep it's on youtube at the moment pretty good pretty good content i would say yeah, i think it was actually a phenomenal production yeah i Both agree content, i think we have more videos coming and and the way we put it together or i should say the yeah. way you put it together very well done. thank you lou thank you lou i appreciate it some work was put into editing and i think it came together all right but I think future videos are coming coming your way for our listeners because that might have been a little more entertaining than just I, I the typical so. day of us talking. Yep, uh, but yeah, we were talking about we were talking about um, the lady that I had to explain to her what my plan was for the day. Because <laughs> she 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 messaged me and she was like, "Hey, um, what what are you up to today?" I was like, well, um, if I let you know, I, I do not think I will ever go on a date with you ever again in my life, essentially was, was what yeah. I said. And, uh, and then, um, probably true. I, no, I, I told her, I said, well, we're going on a, a manhunt. So I hid clues all over town and <laughs> my buddy Lou's going to have to try finding me. Um, then after that, you know, we're, we're recording our podcast. And then I, I did tell her, I said, it'll need to be at least three dates before I let you the, let you know the name of the podcast. Right. So I haven't broken that to her yet. And then um, finally, I was like, and then at the end of the day, we have not done this yet, but we were planning to at the time. I said, at the end of the day, we're going to record a Christmas album. And Jesus, no. you, t- you tell someone that, I mean... I'd report them to the authorities. If someone told me that that was their plan for the day, which it was actually our plan for the day. It was actually our plan. 
but you know typically you meet someone and you say what are you up to today and they're like well i'm gonna do some homework and then uh maybe watch the football game or something but no i'm sitting here running around town like a hooligan disturbing the peace recording a podcast and then recording a christmas album I, I, it's a miracle that that like I didn't she didn't run away immediately. Or I mean I, I essentially have to hope that no potential love interest ever gets their pause on that video too. Because I'm <laughs> I'm just a char- I'm just a character. Like I, I yeah. realize that when I when I do content and stuff like that, I black out. Like I didn't remember doing any of that. <laughs> or maybe I just have uh like premature dementia or something. Maybe so. You did say in in the manhunt that you you forget what we say the moment we say it. It's pretty much true, yeah. There was a part where you had to go back and find a certain episode of our podcast. You're like, I don't remember who was on that episode or what we talked about. I forget what I say the moment that we say it. It's true. I have thoughts. I say them, and then they're they're gone forever. (laughs) That's about how it goes, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing to bring up to people that you run a podcast. No. So that, I, that, I think that is a struggle for sure. Blue, you said you had a couple thoughts um, though. What were your other well, thoughts? Yeah, it was that, and and the Manhunt video is now live on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is live, and it is a video. And Lude, did you have ideas for more videos that are coming? this winter or are uh, we just winging it maybe well there's there's a couple things obviously i mean most of them are summer based like the milk mile beer mile yeah yes eggnog mile um mm-hmm. i also wanted to definitively rank the chicken sandwiches that are out there blindfold taste test um so okay all available chicken sandwiches blindfold me i'll tell you which one's the best non-biased except mm-hmm. popeyes will not be the best even though they might be the best but they won't. And that, um, we, we also wanted to do to prove to the world that I'm a better athlete than you in the Olympics. I, I mean, you're just not, though. That's what you think. Melvin. But the I world knows. Maybe, the world maybe knows the people, better. Maybe the people are curious. I think 1,500 yards I'm at right now. I'm in pretty good shape. What does that mean? 1,500 yards you're at? Like, like I, I'm starting to base my like health and the shape I'm in on how many yards I would rush for in an NFL season. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you you've you've officially been able to jog that far. No, no, like no. that's that's not very impressive. No, no, no. Fifteen hundred yards in a season. So you're getting healthier. I am. Well, in about three weeks, I'll be approximately nine thousand pounds. It's the holiday season, so yeah. I mean, I I did. I was able to manage these few weeks here in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You know, I was actually able to stay on track pretty well, but. With the holiday season fastly approaching, you know, I mean, you're going to need a forklift to get me out of bed in the morning. God bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I know we've talked about like how difficult it is to find a time to actually get in shape throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And Not this is one of the most easy. difficult times to, to Very much even so. maintain shape. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I, I believe. I saw a tweet or maybe I tweeted it myself. You're, you're allowed between Thanksgiving. Like you don't have to do what I did between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You can gain as much weight as you want. 
Like you can double in size and no one is allowed to judge you for it. Even in their head, they're not allowed to judge you because it's that time of the year where you can't do that. That, that is fair. Lou, are you ready for a spotlight segment? I will let you begin this week. Okay. Well, there was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember. What, what were we talking okay. about before, before that there? Uh, we were talking about our videos that are on, our, on their way. Mm, yeah, there's, it might have had something to do with that. I don't know. Yeah, your chicken sandwich idea, the beer mile. Oh, the, uh, who's, uh, who's more athletic, me and you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I had something to say on that, too. Like, Steph Curry just broke the three-point record. Yeah. If I was in the NBA, I would do that, too. Would <laughs> you? And people think I'm kidding when I say this. I'm not. If you I get mean, me in a groove, there's no better shooter than me. I know for a fact that there are plenty of better shooters than you. That's Mel. If you don't understand. I've, twice in my life, I've gone on hot streaks where, like, if you had me shoot 100 threes, I would make 101. I was, I was that hot. I just couldn't miss. Two times in my life it's happened on two separate days. Lou, when, when <laughs> I, I feel like every time you've ever played basketball, I've been there too. Oh, come uh, on. Was I just not there on these days? I don't know. Well, one, one, time, one time was in eighth grade. Oh, okay. The other time was, was, at the, was at the Y. I, I think I was just there with Case or something. And this was like the junior or senior year of high school. Hasn't happened in a while, two but times in your life. I also haven't been playing a lot of basketball lately. Yeah, I, I think I we got to get back in that groove. If you, if you were to put Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and LeBron James into one player, you would find me. I'm precisely <laughs> that player. Well, okay, I'm. I'm not even going to push Anyways. the subject. Yeah. Okay. Our spotlight, spotlight segment. segment. Our spotlight um, segment is. I'll explain it first. Our spotlight segment is a segment where we each bring in. A current event, and Lou is going to bring in his current event right now. All right. So, spotlight this week, quite simple. The show Succession. Melv, are you familiar? Oh, you. I've heard you talk about it before, but please recap me. I have not watched it. Well, I mean, the season three finale was this past Sunday, um, and it's HBO's like biggest show now. And HBO always comes out with really quality television and i think everyone should watch it that's all i have to say about what it. is it about it's about uh, a media company so it's basically like in this world disney owned uh well I, I mean it would be publicly owned but at the top is the person that founded it and then all their kids are basically fighting for power of the company okay so that, that makes called. sense for the name interesting Correct. And it's solid, you said. Very solid television show. Succession. I will have to check it out. I don't have anything to say about it because I've never seen it. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't want to give any spoilers. So I just recommend that people watch it. All right. A show recommendation. Lou, my spotlight segment this week was posted by Reuters. Again, another not very reliable source. However... I don't think you can really mess mess this news up. It says New York City set to ban natural gas in new buildings. So, starting in 2023, any building over seven stories is not allowed to use natural gas in New York City. Well, I, These I, are I new buildings. Use, 
like I know that a lot of uh, like in the Northeast, they use a lot of heating oil opposed to natural gas. Right. So you know a lot about this, right? Because you've been you've been working with a natural gas company. Uh, incorrect. What uh, what is? Gas, uh, it's it's more so propane. That's but okay. Like, that propane is an alternative to natural gas, which is an alternative. Both of those are alternatives to heating oil. Like the Northeast okay. uses a lot of heating oil, um, and of course, like. Like all we have like in cities around here is natural gas. Right. And like rural areas use propane mostly. Okay. So what is like the, us, the least sustainable? That I don't know. I don't I'm not in the weeds with that. Okay. But anyway, yeah, they in the law is going to apply to new buildings. Oh, under seven stories. I apologize. Under seven stories, not over seven stories. So just new buildings, not like existing ones. Um, they have to have a plan in place that allows the building to run without any natural gas. So that's for, for heating. Um, so they have to use sustainable, like, uh, natural renewable energy for their heating. Such as what? Um, you've got your, your geo geothermal heating systems. Um, now I, these, this is just my knowledge. I'm, not quite sure what like they're they're recommending sounds but, like i did an intensive I mean, study of this article yeah not very much i i found it as we were as we, you were talking i'm aware uh so yeah energy efficient low carbon buildings should be powered by innovative combinations of natural gas and renewable energy to both lower emissions and utility bills so now that quote's a little misleading because it says a combination of natural gas and renewable energy. So I don't know what's right here. I might not be on a very reliable source anymore. Because there's there's all sorts of crossover. Well, you said it was Reuters. Is that reliable? Are you are you familiar? Uh, Reuters sounds reliable. I'm not too familiar with it, though. Sounds like Roto-Rooter. Uh, and and away your troubles down the drain. That's that, right? Isn't it, Roto? Yeah. I think we should talk about this. You know how we were gonna have a plumber on the podcast who bailed on us? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You think we should get Roto Rooter? Maybe we should. Everybody's upset that Roto Rooter's the main main guy in the business now. You should have come on our podcast. People are upset about it. Why are people upset about that? Because. The the small plumbers, they're they're getting taken out by big roto. Oh, is that a big? Is is that like a real thing? I think so, actually. Uh, Unless I'm just do? spreading fake news like crazy right now. We, actually, what we should do is we should get one plumber, like one independent contractor, and roto rooter representative, and not tell them that they're both going to be on the podcast at the same time, and like make sure that this independent guy hates roto rooter. And then bring them on and let them hash it out. And just stay silent. Let them yep. kind of figure things out. Yep. I, I think, think that's a good that idea. That would be a good idea. All right. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Well, yes, uh, the, they're trying to shift away. I guess moral of the story, moral of this article that I'm reading, New York City is looking to shift away from natural gas consumption. Fascinating. Lou, can you send Whatever. us to our next segment? <laughs>
on to the listener questions. Lou, our first listener question comes in from an anonymous source, and they ask, what is the best book you have ever read? Well, my, I, well, I want to state first, I only read nonfiction. I don't read fiction. Can't get into yep. it. No. Me too. So I have a few here. One, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think I think it's by Stephen Covey or Sean Covey, and it, one whichever one it's whichever one it's not by, the other one is his son, who added to the book as like for like a thirty year edition. Okay, did you get to read um, that portion too? Yeah, that's like included. So like, they have the original text, and then at the end of each chapter is new insights on that you know, topic or I guess habit as it's the seven habits Two, I have a second book here, how to win friends and influence people. I believe by Dale Carnegie, that's how I believe we both read that book. No, correct. Yeah. Okay. And you can attest great book. Yeah. That is. And before you move on to your next one, that is the book that I was going to bring to the table. Okay. For this question, what's the best book you ever read? How to win friends and influence people, Dale Carnegie. Yeah, I think you made Not a good a point when we when we've talked about it before. You can read that multiple times and pick something up new from it every single time you read it. Right. I I've read through it three times, and every time, like I have some sort of social interaction. Mm-hmm. Example: If I have a date coming up, I go back through that entire book and just look at what I've underlined the previous times I've read through it. It's it's a very good book at how like teaching people how other people want to be treated, I would say. Right. Yeah. And it's important, you know, deal with mm-hmm. a lot of people every day. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. And then third, well, I guess it asked for the best book. I, I brought three. Big deal. Deal with it. Three is measure what matters. John Dewar. I okay. So it's it's measure what matters tagline. Uh, the small something like along the lines of the small thing that produces ten times growth. Yeah. Phenomenal idea for anyone with a startup or anything. Well, I mean that that's like I, I've never read the book, but that idea can be like translated to pretty much anything in life. If you want like to be successful at something, start measuring it. Like for for a small example, I. Um, I like was sleeping a lot recently and not being as productive as I wish to be with my hours. So I I downloaded this app that tracks how long I'm sleeping. And if I track it every day and and wake up at a specific time every day, all of a sudden I got more better quality sleep and more efficient sleep. Maybe you're just getting a lot of blue light that helps you sleep. That could be it too. Just eating up the blue light. But like the same goes for for diets, for um, right. exercise, yeah, keep, keep track whatever of else. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the moment well, you start I, measuring well, yeah, it, like that's the key idea of the book is he calls them OKRs, and this is what set Google off in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, I mean, Microsoft. No, I guess maybe not Microsoft. That might have been early, but a number of different companies, like big mm-hmm. companies. Um, so objectives and key results. One very specific objective, and then even more specific from the objective, what key results along the way are going to help you get to that objective. So 
I mean, he details it more in depth, obviously, in the book. It's not that simple, but right. it is It is simple. Yeah. Well, it's interesting when do it. Well, the, th- the thing that I found interesting about, like, actually starting to read books and stuff is, is you can go and look at, like, the, the cliff notes of books and stuff, and, and you aren't getting nearly as much out of it as if you were to actually read it yourself. Like, we can say that these ideas are very simple and, and just point out the, the main points of these ideas, but the person hearing what we're saying isn't getting nearly as much as if they were to read the book themselves. Right. Do you agree? So it, it pays to get the ink under your fingernails yourself. Really get Absolutely. In and, and get dirty with that book. Mm-hmm. Without moving on from that question, I, that was the finish, the end of your list. Am I correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted, I guess, How to Win Friends Influence People, Dale Carnegie. Phenomenal book. Um, other shout out, Cashflow Quadrant, Robert Kiyosaki talks about like different ways to to run a business and to um, handle is that the same the author as rich dad poor dad correct yeah okay. i like his second book better but i, I haven't read yeah. rich dad poor dad in a while so i don't remember all the all the specifics no, of that either. book but um yeah cash flow quadrant is great by him and it, it talks about like delegating things and and like uh inspiring people to to work so yeah, that's that's the other one that I would shout out for the best books I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our next well, question. Well, if, I have to, if I have to say, a, I just thought of this: a fictional book. I think the last fictional book I read might have been in. Well, I mean, we we read To Kill a Mockingbird in high school, but Fahrenheit four fifty one in eighth grade. I thought that was a phenomenal book, Ray Bradbury about a dystopian future where books uh, are illegal. Yeah. I don't know if you've read that. They I haven't. Movie. But... They made a movie on it in mm-hmm. 2017, I want to say. And it, like it had Michael B. Jordan and it. it had some big like A-list actors and it was miserable. It was a terrible movie. I was, was it bad? Oh, I was very disappointed because it was, it was a phenomenal book and like a really good idea. Right. But the movie was just shit. Yeah. That's tough. I, I was going to say I had read a, a book that kind of sounds like a similar premise. Um, it's called Brave New World by, um, shoot, I forget who it's by, but it's essentially like they took all of Henry Ford's ideas of automation and they implemented them so heavily into the world that like nobody is actually living a life of ups and downs they they like live strictly on a high and they like take this pill called soma that has no side effects but it strictly just produces happiness for them and if anybody's sad ever it's like a huge deal so i thought that was illegal to be sad essentially yeah there's like two different worlds there's the the new world where there's like all this automation and all the people that are just like riding this high all the time and then there's like the the world of the savages they call it in the book where it's like they're they're just like people that are living like a life me and you would live where it's like you have the flows of emotion and and you aren't like artificially producing everything that you you have or they're just producing things normally so it's like a dystopian what was that i think i would rather live in that world 
the Savage World. Yeah. And that was kind of like the idea behind the book was like that that this this artificial world is is a dystopia. It's not a utopia. Right. Okay. And mm-hmm. who the hell wants to be happy all the time? Right. Exactly. There's no meaning to it. Exactly. But we have a much more important question coming up next. And it asks, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck woodchuck wood? Uh, this sounds like, like a deep philosophical question. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, woodchucks don't chuck wood. It is tough. They don't have the opposable thumbs to chuck wood. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it asks how much, how much would it if it could? Oh, and I'm I would yeah. assume a lot. You think so? Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, that that's a, a great shot. point. <laughs> that's that's one uh, also a good point. But also, uh, woodchucks currently, if I'm not mistaken, they they have to drag wood everywhere they go by their mouth right now imagine how much more efficient they could be if they they could chuck wood they would just chuck it yeah and and they like it, it is it's literally a wood chuck so they deal with wood a lot so i think <laughs> that so i think that they would th- chuck a lot of wood yeah if why not could, why wouldn't they if, if they, they could, could chuck wood they would chuck wood and a lot of it they, they can't so they don't. That's all there is to that. Excellent. Our final question also comes in from an anonymous source, and it asks, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 50 duck-sized horse horses? I feel oh, like that's a, pl- that's a plural problem there. Horses? Horse-eye. Horse-eye. Mm-hmm. We'll go with horse-eye. Horse-eye. So, one duck-sized horse or five duck size horse eye that's the question now this question says 50 duck size horse eye wait oh 50 okay okay yeah i think i I think i would rather fight the 50 duck sized horse eye now why is that because you like i think about going to the golf course and i'm constantly battling geese like one Mm. one goose uh scares the shit out of me you know, I want nothing to do with those things. They start charging at you. They're terrifying. I couldn't imagine if there was something like that the size of a horse. Yeah, but like it, but that like would be terrifying. Duck, if a duck were to start charging at me, I feel like I would just be able to punt it. And the same goes with even if it's a horse that size. That's true. I think the wings just give such an advantage mm-hmm. to the horse-sized duck. Do you think the horse-sized duck could fly? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine I mean, that. maybe maybe not in a physical world, but it's a horse-sized duck. I, I feel like that gives it the same abilities that a duck would have, but it's just okay. the size of a horse. Okay. I mean, what would you rather fight? The 50 duck-sized horses, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've actually it's... seen this debate online quite a bit, and it was it was quite obvious to me about as soon as I read the question. Right. So I well, don't you know, know what, what the debate is. I'd, I'd, I would like to hear from the other side. Yeah, I, I wish I could give you insight on that. But do you know what a duck-sized horse is? It's essentially like a squirrel, right? Or is there a better comparison? I, I mean, I would say a little bit bigger than that, no. Maybe like a Like chihuahua. a weasel? 
or a chihuahua. Yeah, I think a chihuahua. That doesn't have sharp teeth because horse, horse eye are, aren't they herbivores? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, just like the physical representation. In fact, my dog, Charles Darwin, I think he would be like the exact representation of, of what a horse-sized duck would look like or a, a, a duck-sized horse. Yeah. Charles Darwin. That's the name of your dog? Uh, that's not his official name. He has about 10 different names, but I like to refer to him as Charles Darwin. Interesting. I don't need a backstory. I was going to ask for one, but I don't need one. Oh, I mean, there really isn't one. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> we are on to our hot corner and chopping block segment. Each week, me and Lou bring in something we want to honor and something that we want to tear apart. Lou, what is your chopping block this week? Um, you know, my chopping block is people. Hang on. I just had something pop up on my screen here. I'm getting a phone call. Okay. I don't need to answer that. All right. Excellent. Um, Who's the phone call from? Well, or is that private information? It was, it was a random number. Well, now I... So my window, when the phone call came in, my window shrank. And now I can't see you anymore. You have to also, see me in order to... Well, not right now, but eventually I'm going to have to, to like stop the recording. Okay. Um, hide self-view rename. Well, anyways, I'll give my, my chopping block. My chopping block is people that hate popular things. I don't like that I can't see you right now, by the way. so You can figure it out. Take your time. So, I mean, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to try to figure this out here. This happens like once every two episodes, I feel like, doesn't it? That we have to stop in the middle, figure something out? No, that uh, like this happens to my screen. All right, well, I just double-clicked, and now I can see you. Okay. There you go. But, but I still can't stop the recording if I have to. Interesting. This, because this, this, this happened when we had our bird lady on. It did, yeah. And, like, I had a filter on the whole time that I couldn't get off. Yeah. How, how can I possibly not get this back full screen? What did you do well, last time? See, I don't keep note – You'd think I would since it's happened this many times. I, I'm i having a tough time, though. You can tell. You look like a psychopath. Just breathing uh, into your computer. All right. Now I have two screens up. I have two Zoom oh. screens up. I, can, I have two different visuals of you. Okay. Um, I feel like a 60-year-old woman trying to navigate her way through... Through Zoom. Technology here, yeah. Anyways, like a grandma right. joined everybody for Christmas over yeah. Zoom. All right. So my chopping block. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Was that a yes? Yes. Can I, I can hear you, Lou. I thought I I thought I was unplugged here. All right. Um, so my chopping block is people hating popular things. An example of that. So like is you people, hating AirPods. No, that's a perfect no. example. No, 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 it's not because I know what AirPods are and I don't like them. Not because they're pop. I'm saying like people that hate things because they're popular. We, uh, I think I feel like we've had this debate where you now you don't wear 
the wired headphones because they're going to become popular again. Uh, well, no, that's like a that's like a radical movement that I don't want to be a part of. Okay. All right. Explain what you were going to explain. So, uh, like, the best example I could think, and just because we've talked about it a few times on the podcast, uh, like, we, we enjoy Kanye West music. There's yeah. People that will say, like, oh, no, you're a scumbag. You know, like, his music sucks. You don't know what good music is. I listen to, like, New York underground rap. Shut up. Shut up. And, and like, most of the time, these people know that, like, like they'll actually like Kanye's music just as an example but they won't admit it because people other people like it Mm -hmm. and it's like people will like uh just because this is the example i'm giving underground rappers and then once they become mainstream they'll be like for a while it'll be like oh yeah i was on to them first and then they'll become too mainstream and then they'll hate them because people like them because more people like them right just this is the thought that comes to my mind as as like you talk about this i don't know if this is the same idea but a lot of people hate tom brady okay do you think that's the same idea there that he's just like so popular and so successful that people hate him yeah i think that i think that goes along those lines too yeah yeah what are your thoughts on tom brady um well, people, he he is not – he's the most winning quarterback, sure. Mm-hmm. He might not be top 10. He might not be a top 10 quarterback of all time, though. You don't think so? Just based, just based on, like, skill and ability. No. Yeah, I think if you take his, his athleticism – Certainly number and, one for longevity. Right. But, like, and that's I, not the sole basis that you determine – or at least that I factor in. Well, I think – Part of it is is his winningness, and uh, there's a lot of factors that play into that, right? Where you you could maybe be the most athletic, the most like the smartest, whatever you can throw in all those factors. But I think the big factor that has been playing with him is that he's married to G- Giselle. And this this sounds kind of like a joke, but since his wife is making millions and millions of dollars. He can afford to take a pay cut and stack his defense, and his defense is insane every every year. Which I believe that's what he has done throughout his career is taken far less than like what anyone else is being paid. Well, I mean, not right. what, but like like what his standard would be, um, so they can build a team around him. And not, I mean, not everyone has the ability to do that. A lot of these guys have to maximize their earnings while they're in the league, and you can't yeah. blame them for it. Right. No. Uh, and. But well, you can't Tom blame Brady's, Tom Brady for having a stacked team then either. Well, no, I mean, you certainly can't. Oh, well, yeah, his like his situation since he's been in the league too. has like there's 22 people on a, on a football field, you know, like mm-hmm. one person can't win a team a championship. Right. Like the game of football is too complex for that to happen. Like in the NBA, you can do that. Where like if you have one person that's just far and away better, like that mm-hmm. team's more likely to win the game. But in the NFL, if you have the best quarterback in the league, but the thirty-second ranked everything else at each position, you're gonna get killed every single week. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what plays into his. Well, it does play into his success, 
but I, I don't think that's something that. Yeah, I don't think that's something that you can you can like rank other quarterbacks based upon. You can't say, "Oh, Tom Brady's not." Like he made the decision to take that pay cut so he can win. Yeah, well, he has no other reasoning behind it. Yeah, because he was in the position to do so financially. If your wife's making more money than you, like you right. would, if you were the highest paid NFL quarterback, then you you can afford to do that. Not everyone can. They have to maximize earnings while they're in the league. Well, I, I'd say the majority of the uh, current like NFL quarterbacks or like the the top NFL quarterbacks at this time have the ability to say, hey, I'm. I mean, yeah, like like someone like taking Rogers. much less. Right, like Rodgers could take like the veteran minimum, and he'd be fine for the rest of his life. His career earnings is in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Actually, Mel, if you want to know, I I heard this recently. Guess Kirk Cousins' career earnings. Um, hundred million. I don't know. He's at like a hundred and sixty million for career earnings. Really? Yeah, and he's like, he's been middle like middle of the pack uh, NFL quarterback for his whole career. Right, he's never been elite. Guys, we is, made 160 that, million. Who is that comparable to? I don't know, like what would be like a comparison I mean, there. I mean, his contract right now, I believe it was. Don't quote me on this. I believe it was three years, eighty. Okay, so he's making about what is that? That's north of twenty-five million a year. Yeah. Pre-tax. Yeah, 20, 27. Pre-tax. Pre-tax. Note that. That's, that's important. Yep. I, I didn't even realize my hat's not even on my head. I look like a psychopath. You do. You have looked like a psychopath the whole time. Every time you take off your hat, your hair is just everywhere. Yeah. Similar to mine, but fair. Lou, I'll, I'll do my chopping block now. Okay. My chopping block. Now, this is a habit that I witnessed in the workplace. Not not a habit of mine, but a habit of a coworker, and I don't know if this is something that people do ever, or if this was just this guy that decided to do it day in and day out. But this guy, he would show up to the office, he'd turn up, turn on his computer, and get get ready for the day, and then he would walk around the office brushing his teeth, and that is my chopping block. Wait. And are you talking about a movie? No, like oh. my job. Oh, okay. So you actually experienced it because I just watched the big short actually. And in that movie, Christian Bale plays a character that does that. He'll, he's just walking around barefoot in the office, brushing his teeth. Really? Yes. Anyways, I, actually, I, I think my chopping block, instead of just like, that's a very not like statement chopping block. My chopping block is, People who opt, who willingly opt to brush their teeth in public. I think that's fair. That's that's a private affair. Brushing yeah. your teeth. Like, are I you mean, trying to prove something something to someone? Right. Did somebody I tell mean, them tell you that your breath stinks and you have to prove that you actually brush your teeth to everybody? And it, like, if you're in that big of a rush to brush your teeth, then maybe you know don't do the full minute or two. Just do it like thirty seconds over the sink instead of running around. I can't imagine that this guy or or anybody doesn't have time in the morning when you're going around your house, getting stuff done to just hold the toothbrush in your mouth and brush as you're walking around. 
Like that's well, what he actually, does in the office. He walks around the the cubicles and he's brushing his teeth. It's actually I'm not able to brush my teeth if I'm not at a sink. I'm a very sloppy brusher. Like I'll really? start brushing and I got toothpaste spitting everywhere. It's all over my mouth. It's all over my face. It's all over the sink. I don't know how people like brush their teeth and that doesn't happen. <laughs> it sounds like a scene. Well, I'm also, I it sometimes if like I get my gums really good, it looks like a murder scene. You believe I'm, I'm a very aggressive brusher. You should see my toothbrush. I have to change it out every couple weeks. I do. I was just about to say, I do need to change out my toothbrush. It's looking very sad right now. It's bad. And all the, all the dentists recommend the, the soft bristles, That's bullshit. which I agree that does, with. No, I like the no. soft bristles, No, but they, bullshit. they die off very quickly. You need to get, you need basically need like, Hey, Hey, brush your teeth with hay or something, something that's going to hold up. Cause like I said, I'm changing it out every two weeks. Then it doesn't get all the nooks and crannies. I think that's the idea behind it. I guess if you're brushing, if you're brushing until you bleed, I think it would. Right. Which I do sometimes. Yeah. Did you floss? Absolutely not. No one flosses. You don't? No one flosses. I floss. If the dentist asks, yeah, I floss, but I don't floss. Well, the dentist can very easily prove that you don't floss. The moment they put a care. piece of floss in between, well, then why don't you just tell them, no, I don't floss? Because just as bad as the people that brush their teeth in the office now. No one, no one actually flosses. No one. Break to differ. If I get my hands on like those individual things. Yeah, that's what I, I use. Those like okay. picks. Yeah, but those I, are easy. If I go to the dentist and they ask, yeah, I floss, but otherwise I don't floss. Well, why, why don't you tell them that you don't floss? Because if they ask, I do. Because you, because I mean, because they get pissed at you if you say that you don't. Well, they're just going to find out like 20 seconds later that you don't actually floss and you just lie to care. them. I don't care. Then they'll say, you, you should really floss more. Yeah, they do say that. Despite you telling me that you floss. Yeah. Okay. What are they going to do, arrest me? Well, I I mean, I I don't see the point in in telling them, yeah, I floss, when they clearly are going to find out that you don't floss very shortly afterwards. Well, it sounds good. It sounds good. Now you're just lying to them. Big deal. I don't really care. Okay. You're, you're, you're there once every six months. You know, and you, you lie. For that so you lie time. once every six months. To the dentist, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little white lie here and there. Lou, what was your hot corner this week? Uh, my, my hot corner is actually commercials. Really? Not for, not for their content, but I, I was watching this show on Hulu. And I don't have like Hulu Premium. I have like the student package uh, with Spotify, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know if it's for every show, but this show, at least that I'm watching, there's commercials involved. And I actually like the commercial break in there because so you, you can you can practically fry your brain while, like binging a series. And then, of course, like you, I mean, you can just like leave your phone to sit or like have other things that you just completely push off. But as I watch mm-hmm. something, you know, I kind of like 
uh, stay up to date on my like phone, what's going on, this, that, and also like work if I need to do it. The commercial break kind of gives you a little uh, refreshment period to get up to date without missing the action on the show that you're watching. That's fair. I think that's a good good place. even, Even if you're doing something like the commercial break starts, you know, your mind, you're not going to watch the commercials like, uh, intensively. Mm-hmm. So it gives your mind a break. You start doing work. The show comes back on, maybe you pause it, extend the commercial break a little bit, do a little bit more work then back to the show. I like a good commercial break. Yeah, I like it. Should we like insert a commercial break right here? <laughs> if we can get advertisers, uh, we'll advertise right now. Now it's time to take a take a break from your show and and relax and listen to our ad. Our ad, we are selling Big Dog Radio sweatshirts and t-shirts. Get yours now. What what are, what are the numbers looking like on that, Mel? You, you can just our sales or how much yeah. they're selling for? No. Like good or not good. Big Dog Radio is still deeply in debt. That's what I will say. <laughs> I mean, what else would you expect? You got to go red before you can go green. I heard that That's one true. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I did too. Unfortunately, I don't see any green in our future. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. What do you do? Lou, your hot corner was commercials. And my hot corner this week, lasers. I'm talking those little laser pointers that you can like see the beam when you click the button. Okay. Coolest thing ever. No further comments. Yeah, I guess fun to use at sporting events. Not that I would ever do that, but you know, those like especially high powered ones. Yeah. Stick them on the ref's forehead. Have you done that? No, I haven't, but I can recall Uh, sporting events where like they stop. And actually, that's quite unfair because when that happens, they stop the game and like they issue a warning to the crowd. And if it doesn't, like if it persists, then they issue a penalty to the home team. Really? So you can go in, I guess, as like an away fan. My battery's low. Uh, You can go in as an away fan and just keep doing it. And I mean, the home team will get a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfair. Lasers are sick, though. I just got okay, a laser yeah. that I um I was playing around with, and I was like taking it apart to see how it works, and I wound up breaking the laser slightly. So now it it looks more like a flashlight than a laser. However, still pretty cool. Lasers are pretty neat objects. I'll give you that. They are. They are. Let's move on to our final segment. Our final segment is the Big Dog's final thoughts. Lou, what are your final thoughts? Well, I really just have one thing down here this week. Um, You know, people always say, and it always comes about this time of year in spring, oh, uh, Wisconsin weather, you know, cold one day, warm the next. Oh, that's Wisconsin weather. You know, I actually Mm -hmm. think, it happens every year. Are you really that surprised? And not only that, it happens not only in Wisconsin. I hate to tell you that. Like the it Wisconsin, everywhere. where it's cold one day, warm the next. Yeah, 
it happens in Minnesota. I'll tell you that. You look at the <laughs> for you look at the forecast for New York happens there too. Because mm-hmm. right now here in Madison, it's it's like almost seventy degrees outside. Yeah, I, which I is think, incredible because it was think, negative some last week. I think instead it's just our climate. I don't think people really should be that surprised about it. it happens every year. It does. It is impressive though. It's a feat of nature. But we should not be surprised by it. It's like it's like the the birds. They're yeah, just I mean, a feat of nature that we should not be surprised by. I mean, when it gets to be August 10th next year and it's, you know, 85 and sunny, are people going to say, "Holy shit, can't believe it's 85 and sunny." No, we come to expect it. Yeah. Get over it. Mhm. Now, if it snowed in August, that's something you can get excited about. Mm -hmm. You know, it gets cold in winter, it gets warm in summer. That's how it works. It transitions. Deal with it. Okay. That's all I have to say. Lou's final thoughts. Weather is normal. Summed up pretty clearly. That wraps up episode 15 of Big Dog Radio. I think we can say with with some clarity that this was a very mediocre episode. But next week we will come back with another mediocre episode. Maybe We're just grinding grinding out for for like the 25th episode at this In point. In fact, yeah, like at this point I want us to have a really really bad episode. Should we dedicate I, 16 sucks. Like that's got to be the worst episode, huh? Or are we, I'm thinking maybe 17's even worse. I think 17's even worse because like 15, 15's all right. 16's right after 15, but 17 here. Yeah, that's disgusting. That one sucks. That, okay, yeah. we'll dedicate. Maybe, yeah, 17. Should we do a complete be, satire episode for episode 17? Where we like just come in and do bits the whole time? Like bad bits. Bad, bad bits. Yeah. Well, I. it's good we're, we're warning listeners beforehand hopefully we don't have like a influx of new listeners for episode 17 yeah for the bad episode at this point it's whatever indeed that wraps up episode 15 of big dog radio thank you for listening we will be back next week as you said join us or don't we don't really care fair